Now, this one, I, I'm going to be a little bit of a hypocrite here. <laughs> Surprise. You know, we, newsflash, I'm a hypocrite. Episode 867 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Best of-ish edition. Today's quick tip, are your non-running shoes causing some problems? Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, just want to take my uh, my a quick minute here to do my monthly reminder about the giveaway that I do each and every month at the end of each month, at the start of the new month, uh, which is right around the corner as this episode comes out just a little over a week away. Uh, I'll be giving away a free custom training plan to uh, one... I think lucky. I don't know. You can you can decide whether or not you're lucky or not if you're the winner. Uh, but one person gets a free training plan each and every month. Uh, that's not some you know knockoff one size fits all thing, but it's actually the, the same level of training plan that I do for the folks that pay me. So uh, you know you, you're getting it. Um, obviously, right now with races being in limbo, it's a little uh, you know maybe not the best time to win something like this. But the good news is, if you win it, you have options. You can either you know. Ho- a, you can hold on to it. It doesn't expire. You don't have to use it right away. You can hold on to it until you're ready to uh, cash it in whenever races kind of come back on the schedule again. Or you can cash it in right now. We can work for, for you know four months together just to kind of get you in a good routine to set the base so that you know maybe when, when races start to come into, into play again or you know more into focus uh, somewhere in the future, you're at a good place to, uh, to start really moving towards, towards your goals. So you got options if you win it. But in order to win it, you got to be in it. Dizruns.com slash giveaway is the, the link to get yourself registered. Uh, get yourself signed up. You can also do it right there from the homepage at Dizruns.com. So, you know, if you'd like a chance to work with me for free, there you go. One winner each month. Uh, next winner coming up in just about 10 days from the day from, from the time that this episode goes live. But it, it, it continues to happen every month. So, you know, if you're listening to this somewhere in the future, get yourself entered. And at the start of the next month, there will be a new winner. And it could be you. Got to be in it to win it. Dizruns.com slash giveaway. So today we're doing a little uh, best of ish, which once again, this means that this was an episode uh, or a topic at least that was discussed a while back. And this one was actually a, a while, while back. Originally episode 379. So uh, almost 500 episodes ago. Uh, this was in. Uh, this was from February of 2017. So it's been a while. And the reason I like the best of ish episodes and trying to, to do them a little bit more frequently these days is because I know that those of you that are you know have picked up the show in the last couple three years probably didn't go back five years ago to uh, listen to all the archives. And this is a topic that is definitely still relevant. Still, uh, maybe something that you might be dealing with right now. And so figured, hey, you know, why reinvent the wheel? Let's go back to some old things. So the show notes for today, which you can get to at uh, disruns.com slash 867. Uh, the, the show notes for today are basically copy and pasted from that original episode from, from a few years ago. Today's audio is a fresh take on the subject, although I got a feeling that this one's going to line up pretty good. So if you go back and listen to episode 379 and compare it with today, I got a feeling it's going to be probably pretty similar to uh, to what we talked about the first time, but without any further ado, let's let's dive in. So, uh, one thing that I've kind of made um, I don't know if I've made a lot of noise about it, but one thing I haven't been shy about saying over the years is that I don't think that our shoes are the problem as often as we blame the shoes when it comes to various injuries and niggles and things of that nature. Meaning that for a lot of folks, something goes wrong. You're like, ah, maybe it's time for new shoes. Sometimes it really is a shoe issue. Sometimes you just shoes have broken down to the point or you've, you've worn them in enough that 
maybe they don't provide as much support as they did when they were brand new, but and that just exacerbates some type of underlying issue, weakness, something that might be going on. But one thing that we rarely do is look at our non-running shoes and see if maybe those are are contributing, maybe even causing our quote-unquote running injuries. And and while it may not be an easy couple of dots to connect, if you think about it for a second, you know, there's there's what, 168 hours in a week, right? Maybe you run 10 hours a week, which would be a lot for, for a lot of us. Shoot, that'd be a lot for me. You know, I think I run probably seven, eight hours a week. Maybe you run five hours a week, whatever. It, it, it doesn't matter. But the point I'm trying to make is that say you're running five, 10, maybe even 15 hours a week. That's still 153 hours that you're not running. Maybe a hundred of those 153 hours that you're in some other type of footwear beyond your running shoes, right? So we, we look at our, our running shoes because we maybe have some type of running injury, running pain and go, gosh, is it the shoes? Do I need a new pair of shoes? Blah, 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 blah. But we completely neglect, not very often intentionally, but it just doesn't, doesn't trigger in our mind to think, well, what about the shoes I wear to work? What about what I wear on the, on the weekends? My church shoes, my leisure shoes, my workout shoes for you know, non-running workouts. What about, what about those shoes? And maybe could they be having an impact on my foot health and on my running health? I'm here to say that it's at least possible. All right. I'm not going to, just like I'm not quick to blame my running shoes for various injuries that I deal with um, or, or that maybe you deal with. I'm also not going to be quick to just throw my, my day-to-day shoes or in my case, my day-to-day sandals under the bus. But I think it would be remiss to just absolve them of, of the potential of any correlation between the two. Because again, think about it. You're in your shoes, especially, you know, maybe not so much now working from home as, as much, but as things start to open back up again at some point and we're getting back to office work and things like that, you know, the, you might be in those shoes 8, 10, 12 hours a day. It's a whole lot more than that 45 minutes or an hour a day that you're in your running shoes. And so, what I would encourage you to do, if you haven't done so already, um, hopefully do this now before you start to deal with some type of running issue or niggle. But if you are dealing with some shin splints, some plantar fasciitis, um, even things farther up the chain, even some, um, you know, bursitis types of things, some Achilles pain, uh, hamstring pain, IT band, basically anything that you would class as a running related issue. Do yourself a favor and take a look at the shoes that you're wearing when you're not running because there could be some tie in there. And here are a couple of common areas where the things that we wear day to day could be causing us or at least contributing to some of the running issues that we may be facing. Perhaps the biggest one, and you probably know where I'm going with this one if you've been listening to me for very long, perhaps the biggest one is the, the, the heels, wearing some type of high heels. And, you know, when I say high heels, I think the first thing that, that probably all of us think about are the ladies with, with the big heels on the shoes, whether it's a stiletto or just even, even just a, a, a regular sized heel. Um, and those are not ideal, but guys, we're not in the clear on this either. Okay. Most work boots, 
most professional-looking dress shoes have some type of heel left on them. It may not be as substantial as a, as a one- to two-inch heel uh, that maybe some of the ladies wear, but even that half-inch, that's enough to cause a problem. Because what that does when you walk around in some type of heeled shoe, even, dare I say, something like a running shoe that has a, a heel-to-toe drop, which is why I'm such a big fan of, of the ultras and their zero drop situation. But that's a different topic for another day. When we're walking around in something with a substantial heel, all right, what that does, obviously, it, it raises your heel up higher than your, your forefoot, right? So you're walking at some level on a tiptoed type of situation. And what that does is that shortens your calf and it shortens your Achilles tendon, which is, you know, the big tendon that runs along the back of your heel, underneath your heel, and connects into the bottom of your foot. When that happens long enough, when you put that muscle and that tendon in a shortened position long enough, which, you know, eight or 10 hours a day, five or six days a week, you know, 50 weeks a year, five years consecutively, or whatever, but you get the, you get the point, that can cause that muscle and that tendon to kind of adopt that shortened position as quote-unquote normal. So then what can happen is when you put on your running shoes or when you're running, running around or walking around barefoot or in some type of flat that you don't wear regularly, all of a sudden that's putting some extra stress and strain on your tendon, on your calf muscle, you know, both on the muscle and on the, on the, the tendon itself, on the Achilles tendon, and then try to run with that extra stress. And it's even more stress on the issue, which, which heightens your risk of tendonitis, of a calf strain, of Achilles bursitis, of plantar fasciitis. All those things are more likely to happen when your calf and Achilles are overly tight. And newsflash, just from running, most of us tend to have a bit tight calf Achilles tendon issues going on to begin with. So now we're exacerbating it even more by potentially wearing shoes with a heel on it every single day, or at least most of the time, you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis. So while I, I know that for some of you, the idea of going without a heel is almost a non-starter, I do have to say that, uh, that those heels that you wear, that you love, and again, this can be work boots as well. This can be dress shoes uh, for, for both men and women. They are not doing you any favors in terms of helping you stay healthy as a runner. So if you feel like you're constantly or nearly constantly battling plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendonitis, Achilles bursitis, or calf issues, you might want to check those shoes that you wear on a daily basis. You might want to get some flats that uh, do the do the job for you um, so you can get out of that heel and help lengthen your calf and your Achilles tendon on a day-to-day basis. Might help. Might help. Just saying. Another issue, another area where we kind of get ourselves in some trouble is wearing shoes with very little support, especially through the arch. Now, this one, I, I'm going to be a little bit of a hypocrite here. <laughs> Surprise. You know, newsflash, I'm a hypocrite. But I wear sandals literally 
And I mean literally. This isn't like the metaphorical use of literally. This is the literal use of the word literally. I wear my flip-flops 365 days a year. My flip-flops don't exactly have a lot of support in them. Okay? Um, but the, the reason that I feel like I can get away with doing that is I've been doing this for, for a while. Um, my, my feet are a bit stronger. But if, if you find yourself in a situation where maybe you've been wearing, you know, you wear your work shoes. You wear supportive shoes most of the time. And then all of a sudden, maybe you're on vacation. Maybe you're at the beach and you're like, hey, I'm going with flip-flops, bare feet, maybe some some ballet flats for the ladies, something like that. Um, and all of a sudden you do that for a week or 10 days after not really putting your feet in a position where they have to support your own weight on a regular basis. That can be an issue because you're, you're at, all of a sudden overloading your arch, asking your arch to do work that it's capable of doing but it's not used to doing. And so that's when you start to see some shin splints, some shin pain. Um, and, and again, if you're, if you're wearing non-supportive shoes too often over time, that can be okay. Over time, that can help you strengthen your, your feet, strengthen the the muscles in your arch. But at first you got to be careful. And if you're wearing non-supportive shoes and you're on your feet too much, that can lead to problems too. So, you know, this is this is one of those where it's it's a little bit of a of a fine line because I think there's benefits of wearing less supportive shoes. I think there's benefits of going barefoot. I think that my flip flop addiction I don't know if addict it's not I'm not addicted to them. It's just my go to my my flip flop default. I think it helps me have stronger feet, healthier feet. But it's 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 not something that happened overnight. It's something that, that took years to kind of get to this point where I can walk, walk around in flip-flops all day. My feet aren't bothering me because I'm used to not having that support. My, my musculature in my feet is able to, to uh, make it work. So if you find yourself dealing with shin splints, some of that pain along the inner, inner shin bone area, you might be wise to double-check the shoes that you're wearing when you're not running. And saying, hey, maybe I need to put a little support on these these bad boys. Maybe I even need to wear some shoes around the house, which I don't tend to do. But every once in a while, that's the right call to take some of that pressure off of the muscles in your arch to help things calm down a little bit. And then you can ease back into going barefoot or ease back into your, your sandals, your ballet flats, things of that nature. Okay. Uh, there's other things that, that could also be contributing as far as your, your day-to-day shoes that can cause some, some running-related problems. Um, one being a, having a real narrow toe box. So, like, again, this kind of points to more, like, dressy types of shoes that typically have more of a pointed toe. Again, both both men and women, you know, our, our dress shoes uh, tend to be a bit less boxy and a bit more pointy, okay? Uh, and that can, of course, constrict your toes and point, you know, kind of constrict the, the ability of your foot to flex and move when you're weight bearing, which is pretty natural, pretty normal. Um, and that can lead to some, some problems, a little bit less likely, uh, as far as instant issues there, you know, no, no, uh, real association with like plantar fasciitis, shin splints, things like that. But again, just something where depending on what's going on, we may want to, or you may want to broaden your, your focus from, all right, well, just my running shoes. Well, what, what am I wearing on a day-to-day basis? Maybe if I give my, my feet, my toes, a little bit more space, get a little wider shoe might help. It's just something to think about. But again, I'm not quick to blame running shoes. I'm not quick to blame any shoes, but I'd be lying if I said that shoes are never an issue, both running shoes and day-to-day shoes. And depending on what you're dealing with, depending on 
how how regularly you're dealing with it, severity, lots of variables at play here. But I don't want you to overlook the possibility that the shoes that you wear on a day-to-day basis, the shoes you wear around the house, the shoes you wear to work, the shoes you wear, um, you know, just to, to do to work in the yard, to go to the store, whatever the case might be, that those shoes maybe, maybe have more to do with your running injuries than the shoes you're logging your miles with. Something to keep in mind, something to, to maybe think about the next time you need some new work shoes, the next time you need some new dress shoes, maybe buy some shoes that, uh, that fit with what we're trying to go through here. Low on the heel, a little bit of support in the arch, wider toe box. If you, if you can do better, do better. Uh, and it might just pay off when it comes to staying healthy on the running side of things as well. So that is today's quick tip. little uh, trip down memory lane, a little ranty-ish. Hopefully a little bit fun. Hopefully something to think about. That's always the goal. Uh, but what, do you, what did you think? What, what did you think about today's episode? How is your non-running shoe game? Is it on point? Does it need some work? Let me know. At DizRuns on Twitter. At DizRuns on Instagram. You can also send an email to DizRuns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today, which once again, DizRuns.com slash 867. Dizruns.com slash 867. We got some memes. We got some GIFs. Yes, it's the, it's the post from back in the day, but guess what? We were memeing and GIFing back then. We're memeing and GIFing now. So check it out. Dizruns.com slash 867. And if you're so inclined down there in the bottom of the page in the comment section, you can leave your thoughts and feedbacks down there as well. So with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, once again, Dizruns.com slash giveaway or right there on the homepage, Dizruns.com. Get yourself entered to win a free custom training plan for the race of your choice. Got to be in it to win it. New winner picked at the beginning of each and every month. So get yourself entered disruns.com slash giveaway. And now let's go ahead and wrap this one up. If you enjoyed this one, if you found this useful, don't be afraid to share it, spread the word. Uh, Like I said, I think this is something that doesn't get talked about very often. Case in point, I haven't talked about it in five years or 500 episodes in, uh, in, in a solid three and a half years. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it's, it's, it's a valuable thing to, to remind folks of. So if you thought so as well, don't be afraid to share this one with a friend, a running friend, uh, somewhere on social media, whatever the case might be. That is always appreciated and certainly helps to move the needle. And until next time, y'all, please be well. Take care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>